Hey, I'm Ethan. Hey, I'm Mike. I watched the first half of Grave of the Fireflies. I watched the second half of Grave of the Fireflies. And this is the, the other, other half. half. I think have, have we watched an anime before on this podcast? Yeah, we watched uh, Akira, right? Yeah, we watched Akira. That was like the only one I think that we was, watched. That was really badass. This is sad. Yeah. This is what I like <laughs> to call... This is badass sad. <laughs> this is sad May. Sad May? <laughs> I thought that was what and Anakin called Padme at the end. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Sad May. Sad May. <laughs> then she's like, oh, I guess I'm dead. Yeah, we need to have our laughs earlier in this episode. I'm going to laugh the whole time. I don't know what you're talking about. This no. is a comedy cast. We're going to laugh the whole... This is a fun fun movie. Fun episode. Mike, fun I invited movie. clowns. Oh, God! To come on in. <laughs> We're going to have a great party. This is a circus tent. Do you like clowns? No. Clowns fuck no. Scary. Clowns are terrible. I never like clowns. I don't like fucking Mickey Mouse. Fuck that guy. Mickey Mouse? I like, <laughs> just in general. No, Mickey Mouse. The character of Mickey Mouse. The char- no, I know. Mickey Mouse character, fine. He saves uh, Sora and shit and Kingdom Hearts. No, I'm talking about... Um, Talking about like uh, characters at Disney, yeah, World. characters that yeah. dress as Mickey Mouse or Mickey Mouse that's in front of uh, the Chinese theater. Yes. Uh, oh, right. Anybody? In anyone these dressed costumes. up? Why are you hiding your face? You're gonna right. rob someone? I don't like clouds. I remember being a little boy going to the 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 the, the zoo. The, the zoo. The clown zoo. zoo. Hey, we got we got bozo over here. <laughs> They're in cages. Come see Get us. us out. <laughs> I'm gonna throw peanuts at you. <laughs> Look at that freaking clown throw peanuts at me. He's throwing his own shit. <laughs> I, I remember going to the circus one year and seeing a cloud and he like tossed my hair and I was horrified. Oh, fuck that. Don't touch me. I was like, don't touch me. And I was so scared it was going to turn into a cloud. <laughs> <laughs> I thought my hair was going to turn orange. I thought, like it's a clown disease. Yeah, like it was oh, shit. Spread. I got touch patient zero. Yeah. <laughs> That's why all the clowns hang together. That's why the carnies. It's like a car. It's like a leper valley. Yeah, leper colony. Leper colony. Yeah, it's like all these valley. clowns touching. Other- you can't go outside. Yeah, that would be horrifying to live in that kind of. Situation. John's going out. John's going out to the world. Don't touch anyone. <laughs> Don't bring them back here. Uh, but no, that's not what this movie's about. No, that movie's not about clowns, unfortunately. No, it's about uh, World War Two. It's about World War Two. It's from about these two kids. Japan's from, pers- yeah. Pers- Japan's. Civilian perspective. Yes, so the yeah, the civilians of Japan and the main character. Uh, oh God, what's how do you pronounce the main character's name again? Setsa. Setsan. 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 There's no N in their name. S e i t. I have my memory. My memory. Was that the memory trick I used? I was like, oh, it's close to Sieta. It's close to Satan. Oh my Oh, see, I wasn't thinking about Satan. I was thinking about Satan. The organic um, meat replacement. <laughs> it sounded even more like Satan. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Uh, no, I believe it's uh, Sieta is that the main the main Sieta. boy's name. Uh, I feel like that's a Spanish word. I don't know. Whatever. Whatever. There's the thing. He don't say his name that much. Not too much. Uh, but we might have to say his name because he's true. the main character in the movie. Him and his uh, his little sister, uh, Setsuko. Yeah. Yes. She's easy to name because they'd say her name all the time. A lot. Yeah. And it's a pretty easy name to remember. That's true. Uh, so... I actually, you wanted, yeah. I actually said when I was watching this movie, I thought Setsuko was. The was boy. me too. For uh, there for a little bit there, I was writing the wrong name. Yeah. around. That's weird that reason. we both did that. That's a little weird. Mm. I don't know why that is. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I'd heard about this movie has a has a reputation. To yes, it, it does. It, uh, I remember going to college for animation, and all my like people that I would go to class with in the animation class would always talk about this movie. Say it was like super sad. They cried at the end. All that stuff, and I'm like, I don't. Uh, I'm gonna watch this movie one of these days. I don't give a fuck. And but- then, <laughs> 
recently we actually watched all of the uh um what are they, what are they called? The Totoro movies? Yeah, all, all Miyazaki the, movies. Yeah, so this is a Studio Ghibli movie, which he, he Miyazaki did not do this particular movie. He did movie, not direct but, this but, you one, know, no. I feel like you can't separate the two. Right. Uh, um, I think this movie is better than most of the Miyazaki movies I've seen. Honestly. Okay. I, I love this that. movie. I thought it was, I, it was so fucking goddamn sad <clears throat> and emotional. It, it, it is uh, very unrelenting. Yes. Uh, um, I will say that. Yeah. I think, I, I think you really like The Wind Rises. And this kind of, I love this has The Wind Rises. Simil- maybe it's just because it's war, but like, That's it has true, a very actually. similar kind of like, feel to it. Yeah. Cause there's nothing fantastical about it. It's no, just a very real, like, there's very little, yeah, there's very little like magic or any of that stuff. It's all very grounded. <laughs> Apparently, it's based on a semi-autobiographical story uh it's based on like a book that was written by this guy so he basically wrote about his life growing up during the world the second world war and i guess like he was like no one can adapt this this can never be adapted because you'll never find uh, a little kid who's a good enough actor to represent you know this person that that makes sense but then making an animated movie works really well because you have like a whole team working behind that performance i also yeah i was thinking about it and i was like why is this movie animated there's nothing like really fantastical yeah and i thought about it like well the two main characters are kids yeah exactly and like and i was like it'd be so hard to find a kid that can act like through all these emotions yeah. and just it, even put themselves in the shoes of something that pretty much any kid you'll find now would never even like con- grasp or, or yeah. anything like that like exactly they couldn't even imagine it so there's almost no way for them to act it especially because setsuko is like four years old four or five yeah. years old and it's like you're never gonna find a four or five year old that has this like range yeah. of emotion but you yeah. can find a, a young woman to play <laughs> to play the voice of her do you think then... a young woman plays the voice of setsuko oh probably oh i thought it was a little little kid you think a little kid i don't know i always just feel like i always just feel like adults just voice everything because yeah. you always see like look it's it's uh lisa simpson it's like, that's, <laughs> or bart simpson it's bart played simpson by it's played well. by a woman and it's like because he's young yeah or like toby pickles exactly Tommy yeah pickles. Uh, that's the other thing we should bring up is we watched the the sub version yeah of this movie we didn't watch the dub um so we got a lot of the original performances the one that was sort of like approved by the director and all that yeah. stuff uh we might have had this discussion but do you prefer subs or dubs okay so i've always been a proponent of subs because mm-hmm. i think that you know you want to hear the original performance but then i remember one year i had a professor uh in 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 college an animation professor saying that dubs are actually better if you're watching an animated movie because then you don't have to focus on the subtitles you can enjoy the animation that sounds and, like an animation professor would say yeah exactly so like i i can see that's I, the one argument for dubs i can understand yeah i know? i've heard the same thing when like video games and stuff like that because if i do i put subtitles on my video games just because and movies right just, just in, in general case. just in case but yeah. i do notice sometimes i will look down the subtitles more often than looking at their face yeah exactly and yeah. sing like the way it's done exactly and especially if you want to appreciate the animation like you you want to watch it you but know? also i don't want to blast my ears with loud loud sounds like no, exactly. hear the dialogue right so exactly. like, i don't know i'd rather have a hearing i can I guess. see right i can see the i at first i was like why would anyone want to do dub like but now especially if it's like how like studio uh, ghibli will do a thing where they'll they'll actually hire like voice actors yeah yeah like, like famous voice actors from america that right be like oh we're gonna do this. To that, 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 that does make it better. better but there's also like times where it's like um maybe the english voice acting is bad yeah so no, exactly, it's like exactly. it's just easier to just like oh subtitles now you don't have to worry about bad voice acting just concentrate on the animation the story right exactly like um so yeah what you were gonna bring something up before we started the episode you remember what it was talking about clowns i don't know (laughs) before we started the episode oh i think it was just about the whole um getting the names wrong oh it's just like me writing the name there you go but yeah uh so yeah do you want to get started on the plot let's go ahead and get started on this plot so the very beginning of this movie starts Uh off and um 
was basically just had our main character standing there and he just says September 21st 1945 that was the night I died and I was like okay first off is this real or is this Mm. metaphorical like Mm. some people like I'm dead inside now yeah I don't know so I don't know I don't know my guess is he's actually dead okay because he is the next scene is it's weird so that goes through the main character kind of standing in like this like red world is the best way I can describe it but everything's kind of like a red hue and he's kind of like a ghost okay going through memories okay almost like he's just like witnessing this stuff and maybe with like a different perspective okay about like how much life was easier or something like that but he's in, he's wearing a full uniform okay in all these scenes and he's witnessing this kid on the ground he um this in like a subway station mm. and he's like dying basically and he has like some people come by and give him some food but he doesn't need it he just kind of like rolls over and then the custodian comes by and there's a whole bunch of other kids you realize also on the ground dying how old is the main character he looks the Here. same age oh okay. like he looks like i thought it was i'm pretty sure it's the same character like, okay they had the same age as kind of like Sieta? The movie. yeah Sieta. Okay. we'll call him that even if it's wrong we're sorry i'm sorry i don't know <laughs> what else to call him we'll sorry yeah. well um we so, apologize in advance yes please forgive us yeah uh so anyway he some custodian finds like this one's dying he's like oh man oh kicks him over a little bit make sure he's okay and a red canteen falls out mm. he's like what is this and some other guy's like oh just toss it doesn't matter anyway there's a bunch of people over here so he goes and throws the thing outside and then it switches to what was a very confusing scene of a little girl picking it up which is our uh setsuka setsuko setsuko sorry sorry right. um and she i guess she's picking it up and it's like a weird flashback to the first time it was all grimy or whatever but then it's like clean now and it, it was very confusing okay i don't know what's happening does this come to play at all ever later the thing about the guy in the train station yeah no i never saw or like that. a subway nothing like that never saw a subway in my half the movie interesting yeah okay because i bring all this up now now this this can is very i feel like it's important because it's throughout the thing that, yes. that's important right? very important because okay, it's trash and everyone just throws it out and it's like covered in like rust or whatever but on the inside is candy well it was candy uh-huh but i think it's empty in this one right but usually they're full yes of candy. usually they're full of candy yeah, like yeah, fruit, yeah. fruit drops or something like that yeah something like that like yeah. hard like the worst candy like <laughs> like you know it's an old movie because people are looking forward to that right like or at least like world war Werther's ii originals yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Originals are okay but i feel oh, like fuck you they're okay <laughs> those originals are okay they're not something i'll go for but i will eat one Complain, those, call, you're making fun of these people that like these hard-ass like fruit drops and you like Werther's original okay what is worse of hard-ass fruit drop or Werther's Originals. Uh, Werther's Originals, hands what? down. What? It's pre- caramel. I don't, okay, maybe that's just a taste thing, because I would prefer the, the the taste of, like, fruit and stuff. I guess. I, just, I hate, I fruit hate, drugs. Well, I guess, yeah, I, I'm biased. I really don't like most fruit-flavored things. There you go. So, <laughs> you know Werther's what, I'm originals. right, fuck it. I'm right, I'm pulling, doubling down. Anyone who likes fruit drops fucking sucks. Werther's Originals for life, baby. All right, back to the sad movie. Now, um... <laughs> so then um cut to the next scene and they're going on a train lots of trains in this movie yes he's sitting on a train don't know if it's real or he gets on a train with his sister don't know if it's real anyway okay. then we cut to what i feel is the real movie <laughs> like, finally get a grasp on instead uh-huh. of being artsy um and look man it makes sense and it, it sets a good mood but as far as plot goes and as our job trying to explain plot it's difficult it's difficult knowing what's going on yeah 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 so but maybe it's important. I think it is. I think it's important to like the theme of the movie, which yeah. I think we'll get into. I think it's important to the theme, maybe not as much the plot. But anyway. Yeah. Uh, so now we got um, um, some civilians hanging. We go to civilian life, and it's Setsuko, the boy, and his mo- and their mom. Mm-hmm. And they're like, hey, get uh, uh, they're taking off because air raids are coming. And 
this is one part I didn't quite understand. The mom goes to a different direction and Setsuko and her brother are like, okay, well, we're going to go find the shelter. And then they get bombs drop and it's like fire bombs. So it's like little things of fire. Okay. And they start burning down like the whole village basically. And like okay. their house, eventually they find like a quiet place next to a river. Mm-hmm. And like um, a quiet shelter. It's, it's not even like a shelter. It's just like near a river and it's just kind of like, like a drainage area. That's where the rest of the movie is going to take place basically. Really? In a drainage area? That that little place near the river, that's where they're going to be living. Oh, weird. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. I keep actually see how that ends up there, actually. Yeah. Um, so then um yeah, everyone's running and it's very chaotic and uh people are screaming and every, their stuff's on fire and it's like their whoa. Mom. Uh I don't know, their mom ran off. Okay. Like she ran off. I, that's the thing is I didn't know where she went or why she separated. I felt like she was going to the bomb shelter, maybe how, took a different route. How do you know that she's the mom? Because they say, hey, mom. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> later on, I see them with this older woman, and I thought that was their mom for the longest time. No. And one of not being their mom. No. It's no. this awful woman. Yeah. The aunt, right? I think it's the aunt. Uh-uh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, anyway, so then they're like, okay, well, mom, they're like, we're going to now go to meet mama at Twin Pines. We agreed to meet there. And they go and they the cro- Twin Pines Malls? Yeah. Twin Pines. <laughs> hey, Marty. <laughs> um, no. So they go over the... Um, the bank of the river, basically, and just see that the entire town is just burnt. Like, Fuck. all of it's just collapsed and gone. Um, so they're like, okay, well, they start going, and they start walking, and um, it was like, she, uh, Setsuka asks if, um, Setsuko, sorry, asks if, um, like, is our house burned down? And he's like, oh, yeah, probably, but don't worry. Dad will make them pay. So it's like establishing that, you know, they're in the, they're, you know, part of the military. They're a military family, despite yeah. the, their dad being off. Um, yeah, the dad's in the Navy. Yes. 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 That specifically, he is in the Navy. Yeah. yeah part yeah. of the military. Um, right. And then there's a bunch of bodies in the street. Did he not it? Yeah. All these burnt corpses everywhere. It's uh-huh. just like they're walking by. And this movie did a good job of just kind of like making you feel like, Fucking, you can't like you can cry once in a while, but like you just sit and you just kind of like deal with it. Everyone's just kind of like, well, I hope this person made it, and they're just dealing with it. Like they're just like yeah, this is their they, life. This is what either, I do now. Either you break down or you have to keep like living and yeah. survive. Yeah, and just kind of like it's horrifying. It is. It yeah. Is. Um. So then some guy comes in with well, a bunch of people are like licking their wounds. It's like, hey, uh, go to the first aid station. We got it set up at the elementary school, and uh, so they go. And Setsuko's complaining about her eyes, and so she gets her checked out by the doctor. Mm-hmm. And they get to the school. What's wrong with her eyes? Is that ever... it's just all the smoke? Because oh, there's just okay. so much fire, like the smoke's messing with her eyes. So I think they just washed it out. But while she's doing that, someone comes and is, is like, "Hey, your mom's here. Why don't you go check her out?" So the brother's like, "Okay, I'll go." And they go, and the doctor comes in, and is like, "Oh, here's your mom's things." Mm. And it's like, first off, I'm like, "Oh man, she already dead." <laughs> and uh. Because he's like, here's all your things. And it's like, oh, shit. So you see her. And she is completely burned. Oh. Her whole body is just covered in cast. Like, oh. all of it is just, like, you can just see Bandaged. her lips. They're burned. Yeah. You can just see her eyes. And it's like, finally, she fell asleep. She needs to go to a hospital. And he's like, um, he needs she needs medicine for her heart. And he's like, well, that's the hospital. And we'll come back tomorrow and see what we can do. But he's she's just like out out like a light so then um like a firefly yeah. oh shit oh shit <laughs> oh shit <laughs> um so then let's see where we got here uh 
So then he goes out to meet her sis- his sister again, and she's like, oh, we'll go see mom later when she's feeling better. And he's mm-hmm. like, here's this ring. Hold on to it. It's mom's. Mm-hmm. She's like, okay, I'll hold on to this ring. Cool. wonder why she doesn't need it. And then um, it's like, okay, we'll go see our aunts tomorrow. So then Setsuko is sad because she wants to go see her mom. Right. So she starts crying and doesn't want to eat any food. And for some reason, this part was weird. But I kind of get it. But the way it was shot was yeah, and it didn't work for me as much. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the brother goes while she's crying on the ground and was, refuses to do anything. He's like, oh, check this out. And then he goes onto one of those jungle gyms that has like the pull-up bar. You know, those bars. Doesn't pull up. Just starts flipping around it a bunch of times. <laughs> and she doesn't watch. Doesn't care. Right. And it's just like, dude, why'd you do that? <laughs> like, why don't you? I guess maybe he's just trying to be strong or whatever and just try to get her mind off of it. But it just it didn't work as well as a lot of other scenes in this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. um. Uh, da, 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 da. so then as soon as like the the shot is panning out and then immediately you get cut to the mom again and the brother and the mom is just completely covered in maggots and Shit. flies and they're just like taking her out and just they just go and like well we gotta throw her somewhere so they throw in a mass grave with everyone else Fucking hell. and then uh yeah and everyone gets their own little piece of the ash to take home with them isn't that uh, great? Yeah, it's good. Good good uplifting stuff. What does he do with the ash? Uh, he hides it. He hides it because they already moved to the aunt's house at this point. And mm. Just kind of cut that. And they don't want to like explain that. And he doesn't to want to explain that to the Setsuko. aunt. Setsuko. Or Setsuko, most importantly. Right. And um, so then like the aunt's like, oh, I was mom. And it's like, oh, she's fine. We'll go later. And then Setsuko's like, I want to see my mom now. And it's Ugh. like, you, you can't. We're going to go see her later. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then... She's like, does mom not want this ring anymore? I guess I'll keep it safe. She's like, yeah, you better keep it safe. And he looks like he's about ready to say something like, we need to talk about mom, about mom. She's like, ah, we'll just go see her later. And I'm like, why are you delaying this? Like, you got to get it over <laughs> with at some point. I think he's just hoping that she'll forget about her eventually. Yeah, he seems like a guy who doesn't, at least at this point in the movie, he doesn't seem to want to confront things. Oh, definitely. He's definitely just kind of like, well... I'm just going to deal with what I have to and then anything else I'm just going to like bury inside. Or I think just... that's the thing is in his mind, he wants to just power through a thing yeah. rather than like dealing with it. Confront it. Yeah. Because it is difficult to confront. Totally. I think it, yeah. he'd rather just like knuckle down and bear like grit his teeth and bear through it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's one method, I guess. But, you but, know, you know if... it's not necessarily very healthy. No, of course not. Yeah. Well, you know what? War isn't very healthy. <laughs> exactly. So yeah. um, anyway, um, so he goes and he Picks up some buried stuff, including that's where he finds the red tin, mm-hmm. the original red tin with all the candies in it. And he brings it back to the aunt. I guess the aunt is like very happy because it has a bunch of like pickled plums and all sorts of like food and necessities. Mm-hmm. And I think it was from because they're from the Navy, they get more rations. And things oh, like I that. see. I see. Uh, and then the aunt seems a little bit jealous about that. And then finally he admits to his aunt like, oh, you know, my mom died. And she's like, oh, why didn't you tell me sooner? And it's just kind of like. Not as comforting as you'd kind of hope. She was just kind of like... Mean. Like, oh, why didn't you tell me sooner, you stupid kid? That's horrible. Yeah. Or whatever. Do you anyway. think it was like her sister? Or do you think it was... No, it was. It was her... It was her Because uh, she's on the dad's side. Oh, okay. So it's her sister-in-law. Yes, yeah, her sister-in-law. Oh, okay. So. But still, yeah. Still, it's like, come on. It sucks anyway, regardless of, yeah. you know... Losing any family member of any point is like not good, and you should have at least some more empathy than why didn't you tell me you stupid kid? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, now the now he goes out. The brother's teaching Setsuko how to catch fireflies, mm-hmm. and she kills him by accident. It's like, oh, you got to be gentle. And there you go. And it's like, here, check out these fruit drops. And it's like, cool. Here's these fruit drops. And she likes them. She really likes them. Mm-hmm. So then they're good. Yeah. Um, Fucking way better than Werther's. I'll tell you that. <laughs> you know what, man? <laughs> 
Leave Werther's alone. <laughs> They're the originals. <laughs> um, <laughs> the original old people candy. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Literally, uh, when you're eating Werther's, those are the original Werther's made years yeah. ago. <laughs> it's like sourdough. They have like the mother Werther's. Yeah, They're like yeah. keeping it in the back of the Werther's factory. Oh. Just like, this is 200 years old. And we take a little bit and mix it with water. Oh. <laughs> mix a whole batch for the whole country to eat Werther's. <laughs> That's how they sound. You ever have chewy Werther's? Never mind. I'm talking to the wrong audience. <laughs> All right. So now. Um, Write it if you've had chewy orders. <laughs> no. Email us. <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah. They're just caramel. Yeah. <laughs> so then uh, he asks, um, uh, no, sorry, the aunt asks, like, why aren't you in school uh, to uh, Setia? Setia? Uh, oh, God, Sieta. Sieta. Yeah. Asks, like, why aren't you in school? Um, and uh, he says, my school burned down, so that's why I don't go to school. I don't know where to go now. And that it's explains like, it. Yeah, all right, that yeah. makes sense. Like, yeah. what are you going to do? But she finds this as being lazy. Like, he's not oh. contributing. Like, that's implied. Right. Um, and he's, she's like, have you messaged your father at all? He's like, yeah, I, I, I when mom died, I sent a, tell, uh, like a letter to him. And but he hasn't responded. Yeah, neither has. She's like, oh, I did the same thing. He hasn't responded either. Mm. Which is like, oh, it's probably a bad sign. Mm, yeah, not a great. Chekhov's letter. Um, so now they have a nice dinner with the whole family, which is, I guess, his aunt, um, her husband, and I guess they have a daughter. Okay. I think that's their family. Okay. So they have a nice dinner and then air raids. So they go into a shelter. Um, Setsuko hates the shelters. It has, she has a rash. So she doesn't like it. Mm. Um, so everything is fine. They get out and then they go swimming the next day to soothe her rash. It's a great day at the beach. Uh, everyone's they're having a great time, just the two of them, brother and sister. And mm-hmm. then she falls a crab. It's like, look, there's someone sleeping here. And the brother's like, no, do you, you need to get away from that. It's like a dead guy oh, under like a rag or something, uh-huh. a blanket. Um, and then he has like a flashback memory of like, remember how fun our life was when we had a mom and, had, <laughs> and a dad. And, no, I didn't mention dad. Just had mom. It was oh, like, oh, mom, cook food. It's great. Now we all come home and it'll be awesome and we'll love it. And it's like, nah, too bad. And that was an air raid. So what, Yeah, what like a simple thing to want, too. Just I know, like right? A, a parent at home to make you food. Yeah, basically. That's just be like, the... come back from playing, yeah. from being a kid. Yeah. <laughs> and not having to carry your sister everywhere because she's five years old. <laughs> gets tired from running. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so then air raids as they go back home. Um, and then the aunt comes in and is like, hey, um, here's your mom's kimonos. Why mm-hmm. don't, since we're running low on food, why don't we trade these for rice? And he's like, okay. And she's like, you must build a strong body and go to war. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and then uh, Setsuko wakes up from her nap and hears this. And is like, give those back. Those are moms. Mom's going to need them. Oh. I'm like, dude, you got to tell her at some point. <laughs> like, dude. Dude. Yeah. So then um, they sell it. They sell them. And they get the rice. Mm-hmm. Setsuko's very upset about it. But then she's very happy that she gets to eat some rice. Yeah, that's and then, pretty great. then the aunt like divides the rice up and is like, this is our portion. This is your portion. Which is weird because it's her, not the It's not. Yeah, it's the mom's kimonos. Uh, anyway, and then um, so they eat the rice. And then the, ne- the, the morning, next morning, uh, they're eating. And Setsuko's like, I don't want to eat porridge. Porridge sucks. And it's like, well, eat it now. We'll get rice for lunch. And she porridge does suck. Porridge I don't think I've ever actually like had porridge. It's fucking gross. I think por- I always thought porridge was just like oatmeal. It basically is. Right. I yeah. like oatmeal. All right. Then maybe I like porridge. Maybe. You're fucking Werther Originals <laughs> porridge eating motherfucker. Put my Werther Originals in my porridge. <laughs> and I'll look at you and eat it. And <laughs> slurp it real loud. Ugh. Anyway, um, after that image out of our heads. <laughs> Let's go back to something much easier. Yeah, <laughs> 
Um, ah, to digest. Yeah, because they're trying to eat that. But the thing is, is she hears that and she says, "No, no more rice for you guys." She's like, "What? What the fuck?" And it's like, "You, the rice has to go to the daughter who's working. I guess, I guess from the military or something, and mm. the dad who's doing like medical stuff. I think I'm not 100 okay. percent sure. It's like they get to eat rice. You don't get anything because you're just freeloader loafers and you just get to have porridge. And they're like, "But that's our rice." Yeah. And Sits- or Satsuko says that. And she's like, oh, yeah, well, how about we just eat separately then? Because we give you our rice and now you, you're you jealous of ours and like all this They're bullshit. They're fucking ch- children. I know. It's like, how dare it? Like, you orphans come up in here. And I'm like, first off, she said orphans. So Satsuko must not know what orphans means. <laughs> <laughs> because also, they don't know if their dad's dead either. Yeah, they yeah, just yeah. Think. yeah. Just, they yeah. just assume. Yeah. I think she's just trying to hurt him. Yeah, just being an asshole. Yeah. Like, yeah. Anyway, so they're like, fine, we'll go get our own stuff. So they see that mom has like 7,000 in the bank and that's enough to live on for a while. So they buy their own cooking stuff, they buy an umbrella. They are looking up they go back to the aunt's house and start cooking food mm-hmm. and they separate they eat it separately to make it fair right and like the other two people who are working there was like were you really mean to them again like why did you set why are they cooking on their own it's yeah like, it's very noble of them to do that and then the daughter's like why did did you tell them to do that it's like yeah well they didn't apologize for anything so it's like geez man that woman is just awful she's just like too serious yeah uh, she anyway, just expects too much from these poor yeah. children. And she's like, they, they even bought p- cooking equipment just to spite me. And it's like, well, you made them eat separately. They're not going to use your stuff. Like, yeah, because that would just be another thing that, like, power you have. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand this one, but whatever. Yeah. Um, Satsuko cries a lot and just for, like, you know, overwhelming Because reasons. she's a child. She's a child. And, and, and things it's, are it's, awful. Yeah, it's an overwhelming time. Yeah. And there's only a couple fruit drops left to make her happy. And that's uh, the end of it. Okay. All right. So. Uh, end of my half. All right. So. Uh, the brother and uh, Setsuko pick up a ration of a ration of rice, but it isn't very much. Apparently, I, for some reason, the ration is sh- smaller than usual. Yes, because I think they picked that up at the earlier place. Okay, maybe we're maybe, maybe we watched part of the same. That's spot. probably what happened, right? So, little girl cries. He pours out the tin of candy. Yes, this is the same part. And then it's kind of I kind of like this part because it's almost like the little girl is like rationing the candy for herself, like. Setsuko doesn't eat the biggest part of the candy. She actually takes the biggest candy, puts it back in the tin, and then eats the smaller bits mm. of the candy. And I kind of find that interesting. She's like portioning it for herself. There's a lot of little, like, one thing is, I, I think the end of this movie is really good. Yeah. But I think the lack of, it's just a little bit too little frames for me to really, like, get my, it took me a long time to get my bearings. It is it is kind of animated. I think it's on twos. Like, it's it's a little right. choppy. It's very choppy. And it, um, it really, but it is gorgeous. It, I would say, like, all the all the paintings of the backgrounds and things like that, it's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Um, there's lots of little, or, like, like the little like the little tiny subtle things, like yes. him trying to get the candy out of there, and it's stuck to the bottom. Yes. And he has to, like... Pop it a little Pop bit it. to get it yeah. out there, and it's just like it's all those nice. little character moments really bring these pe- these these characters to life. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, like, because I think they're working on a slightly limited animation like style budget, I think uh, it, it helps bring these characters. Yes, it, it does feel more real. It does a lot of hard work considering they don't have the budget to make it like as smooth as we probably would have liked. Exactly. Uh, so then later on, they get back home. The tin is empty, so they fill it up with water and they drink the water. And Asetsu goes like, "Oh, it tastes like candy," and it's like that's. That's the high point. I was just gonna say that sounds disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> it was Werther's original Originals. I still think that's disgusting. I, I don't like water. With I like, thought it was disgusting too, but like this is like, I get it. like so is, precious to them. Yeah, it's, they, it's they, so sad. they gotta look at all the, like the br- little bright spots there are. So then Setsuko's crying in the middle of the night. The older woman goes in to shush them, uh, and then she says, "Enough, 
uh, trouble getting sleep at the air raids, she says. And I'm like, what is going on? Because I didn't know anything that was happening right now. Oh, yeah. I thought this was like post-apocalypse or something. Like, oh, really? I, yeah. You didn't know anything? See, I knew it was in World War II. I knew it was World War II. No. I, 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 I literally thought the movie's main characters were fireflies. <laughs> thought, oh, my God. I thought it was like the borrowers. Like, Our, we followed... <laughs> A group of characters that are fireflies oh, and they that? die. Oh God! I don't know. Like I thought it was something like that, but it clearly was not at no. all. Wow, no, that's amazing. I didn't yeah. even know that much about. It. So I was thinking, very little. What's that one movie with the dogs? A sad dog movie. Sad dog movie. Yeah, it's like Sewer, Air Bud. Is it Sewer Dogs or something like that? Sewer Dogs. Oh, the ones we saw. The Plague Dogs. Plague Dogs. Yeah. I never saw that. No, no, sorry. It's from the same people who made uh, the Rabbit movie. We saw. Oh really? Yeah. Everyone says Plague Dogs like the saddest thing I ever. I want to see it so bad because it looks so fucking depressing. Man. Yeah. So anyway. Uh, so then, uh, see, it's a, uh, I brought that up. Sorry. I brought that up because they actually have dogs in it. Oh, it's about dogs. What are you talking about? Sewer dogs. That's why I brought it up. Uh, People are dogs. Plague dogs. Oh God. Sewer dogs. (laughs) I'm thinking of sewer sharks. (laughs) Street sharks. Street sharks. Yeah. (laughs) Um, anyway, so, uh, Sieta takes, uh, Setsuko outside so that she can like sort of cry herself tired and then she falls asleep on his back but then the sirens start the air raid sirens and we get a shot this shows kind of gorgeous where we see them running far away and it looks like they're as big as the fireflies are Mm. and then they run towards us and then we see that they're normal size but just for a second there's like this great visual like mix of them being like the fireflies it was like a really gorgeous sort of visual thing and then they run to the shelter we saw earlier and um then they realize this can be their home now they don't have to listen to that awful woman anymore it makes sense because like if you think about it that's probably a good spot because they've already bombed that area. You're not going to rebomb it. Exactly. There's like nothing there. So, so they're like, we'll have this place all to ourselves. We'll do whatever we want. And, uh, so, uh, they, we see them prepare food. They set a table, they, uh, find plants to eat. They look very happy. But the one thing is they seem to be having issues with mosquitoes. Uh, they're very mm. itchy. They did mention a couple of times, like here's mosquito nets so, for your house or whatever. Right. So they they they're like, we'll just go back in and get some mosquito nets later. So right now they're just really itchy. And then they see uh, this plane in the sky, and Setsuko says that it looks like a firefly, another sort of like mm-hmm. reference to the fireflies. So they catch some fireflies and they keep them under the mosquito net with them, and it lights this like dark shelter up for them. Okay. And it was like genuinely gorgeous. Like it was so like sad and like beautiful. Like these kids have gone from like a very normal life to now the greatest moment of the day was them under a mosquito net with a bunch of fireflies in it with them to light the 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 you know the cave up for them hmm. so they say uh Sieta says that the flies remind him of the lights of a ship he mentions the whole like navy aspect with the father which is helpful for me because i didn't know <laughs> that stuff where is their parents and, anyway <laughs> yeah i'm like well what is going on and then uh setsuko's falling asleep and he sort of tries to like cuddle with her but she wants to be left alone so he sort of cuddles by himself and it's like really sad okay next morning we see that setsuko is digging a grave for the fireflies and uh she, I get it. And then she says, mom has a grave, so she must know now that the mom's dead. She says, oh, the aunt told her. Uh, Somebody told her. Okay. Yeah, she says the aunt told her. And as Setsuko is putting the fireflies in the grave, the brother sees this and gets like a flash to bodies being thrown into a mass grave. Oh, yeah. You, and this probably from earlier. That's what it was. Now I'm aware that he's remembering his mom. And Sieta begins to cry, uh, cry, 
quietly at first, and he tells Setsuko that they'll visit Mom's grave soon. And Setsuko asks why fireflies have to die so soon. And then we see this little box inside of the cave, and it's, like, lit, almost as if there's, like, fireflies still in it. Like, there's still some alive fireflies. And then the camera continues to sort of track sideways, because... Uh, the thing about the shelter is that there's two like holes. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's like so there's two entrances essentially. Okay. And so the camera sort of tracks to the other entrance, and then we see these boys appear with fishing rods, and they come across the shelter, and they're they're like this place. It, it looks completely different. It looks abandoned. Mm-hmm. And they find. Uh, they say, oh, look, hey, look, it's a grave. And look, the spot on the grass, it says Setsuko. And they find, like, dried frogs. And then one of the kids runs into the shelter. And then it ru- they run out and they go, oh, my fuck, there's a ghost in there. And then they run away. Hmm. So I'm assuming that's the future. Right. Right. Huh. Okay. So that's interesting. And so I'm like, what is that supposed to mean? And then I get very nervous <laughs> because then I'm like, there's a grave. At first, I'm like, they saw the grave. I was like, oh, that's probably the grave for the fireflies. But I'm now, uh, at, uh, what, like, quickly. Well, that's Setsuko, which makes me think, like, oh. That's grave. Setsuko's grave. That's fucking horrifying. Yeah. So, but then it cuts, and Setsuko and Sieta are still alive, and they go to see the farmer. And um, they're like, we can't trade anything more for rice. We already traded the kimonos. There's something we can do. And the farmer tells them to go back to that woman that they were staying with. You have to just swallow your pride and go live with the aunt again. And it's fair. Uh, Sieta's like, no way. They're not going to do that again. So Setsuko and okay. Sieta are itchy and they're having a very rough time of it. And a uh, plane flies overhead and shoots down at them. Jeez. Yeah. And they jump like they dive into like a pot- uh, tomato patch. And they start stealing the tomatoes and eating them hungrily okay. because they're so hungry. Sure, a lot of the places they replanted with, they mentioned it before, a lot of the, it sounds like there was like flowers there before, but they all planted them with vegetable gardens. Because they sense. need to eat, yeah. yeah. Uh, so then what happened next? Um, some guy on a bike sees these kids and they get nervous and they run away. I don't know why. Uh, oh God, this part. It's probably just established that they're kind of nervous about I, everyone now. I think so. This part really like viscerally affected me. Uh-huh. So... Sieta is combing out Setsuko's hair and he looks at the comb and he sees bugs in it like lice uh-huh. and he crushes them between his fingers and you just see blood on his fingers Ugh. and it just sort of like adds to the reality of the situation like yeah. there there are animals feeding off of this little girl yeah yeah and then they hard cut to the back of Sieta's back and he is just fucking covered in bites Ugh. just fucking covered in them and then they also show setsuko she is too and then she says that she's not feeling very good she feels sick Uh, she's having bad diarrhea apparently uh, and that is never good that's never good um so this is when the movie starts to get really fucking sad okay (laughs) so we've hit the turning point we've now we've now hit the point of no return oh god okay i'm buckling up yeah strap in everybody all right here we go no more clown jokes (laughs) so um sieta is caught stealing sugar for setsuko because she's feeling so sick Mm-hmm. And so um, uh, he Asieta is brought to the cops, uh, leaving Asetsuko all alone at like the place that they're at, that okay. they're staying. And she's like surrounded by fireflies and it's very sad. And then luckily the cop that Asieta uh, is brought to is like very nice. And Asieta uh, has just been horribly beaten by the guy that like found him stealing mm-hmm. the crops. It's like his eyes are all black and bruised and stuff. It's really horrifying. And so the cop just lets him go. And uh, then Setsuko runs into uh, Sieta in town, 
And then he just starts fucking bawling. And Setsuku asks where it hurts. She's like, oh, you're so hurt. You're crying. Where are you hurt? Should I call the doctor? Oh, no. It's so fucking sad. Oh, and God. then Sieta hugs her. And Setsuko says that she has to go to the bathroom. And um, it's just really bad, man. <laughs> and so then as they're walking back home, they see this bombing of the town. Um, and this lady from earlier, the aunt, is nearly hit by the bombs. I think, oh, she, okay. I think she dies, actually. We don't actually see it. But oh, like, really? It's like a implied. bomb happens right fucking next to her. Okay. So like, she's either dead or she was burnt horribly. Um, and so Sieta uses this time for the bombing to raid houses. He runs into yeah. town while everyone's running out and starts just stealing everything. You know what's... Um, f- oh, man. You know what's crazy is that like the beginning when they very first started this and their town was being lit on fire, there were some people who were trying to take stuff from yeah. what they needed and it's like, oh, maybe that's what they're going to do. I think what the movies do... What the movie does a really good job of is showing like... I think there's this there's this weird thing that people do positively they're like we can we can live outlive anything we, we can live these things you know we can we can no matter how bad we get we'll live through it it's like motherfucker sometimes you don't want to sometimes yeah. life gets so fucking bad and it can go bad quick like mm-hmm. these kids went from a very normal life with their parents to like being living literally on the streets and having to provide for themselves yeah and it did not take very long no it didn't take long at all and it is horrifying the stuff that they have to live with like they have to live with constant bugs they're starving you know and it's like one of them's like a four-year-old girl man yeah. you know it's just it's it's really she really horrifying. understand why this is happening either no she has no control over it you know and i mean none of them do yeah, that's a good point <laughs> uh so sietsa returns and setsuko is looking fucking awful like every time we see her her hair is more messed up her like her arms are thinner Ugh. like they do a really good job of making these kids go from looking really adorable to like really i was sickly. gonna say that's another thing of why these are cartoons and not real people because yes. i don't think there's any way to be like hey starve your child for a while let them get skin and bones for this seriously no kids gonna be like oh, i'm mad. I'm five. I'm going to be a method actor. I'm going to, uh, Christian Bale's my idol. <laughs> Fucking, there's, Machinist. Ah! There's enough awful, like, you know, movie parents out there that would probably oh, yeah, force you're right. their kids to yeah, do that. I'm sure that's against a million laws. Oh, I know. <laughs> so an area siren happens again. Fire is falling from the sky. Sieta runs back into town to steal stuff. And then he's running back and he's laughing. He's so happy that he's gotten all this like food and like all these kimonos and stuff to sell. He's so happy with himself that he's stolen all this stuff. This is again, this is his joyous moment. You know, mm-hmm. this is how happy he is. He was able to steal things. And so he returns from getting the stash and finds Setsuko collapsed on the ground, barely responding, barely breathing. She just she's just asking for water. And so he finally brings her to the doctor. And the doctor looks her over, and this part was so fucking horrifying. Wait, hold on. Mm. Sorry. Go ahead. Why didn't he go to the doctor beforehand? I think he just thought she was like tired or something. I'm not sure. That's the thing. As we've been aware, Setsuko mm. will av- will avoid things. Yeah, you're right. You're he doesn't right. want it fits to... his character. It just it makes me like, come on, dude. No, Get... totally. It's like his pride. He won't go back to the aunt. Like, no. dude, just, all right, exactly. Dude. So finally takes her to the doctor. And there's this really awful shot where she has her like, ch- like her 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 shirts up so that the doctor can like take take her like uh, uh like see her heartbeat or whatever, and you just see fucking ribs like yeah it is so horrifying. It's not like her at the beach. No, and then I was gonna say there's other scenes with her like you know without showing her shirt because you can see she's you know well fed, right? Healthy. She looks like a healthy little so girl. That's a good way to Here, establish that. Just bones. And then the doctor's like. She doesn't need medicine. She needs food. This is malnutrition. Like, she just needs food. And Sieta is so angry. And he's like, well, where do I get food? Like, I, I want to help her. What do I do to help her? And no one gives her gives him an answer. 
Yeah. How do you help her? I don't know. It's like you're out of rations. Like, that's it. Yeah, exactly. And you're not going to get any more and you don't have no food. Remember when he was part of the Navy and got all the stuff? Exactly. It was great. Exactly. It didn't matter because you don't have parents anymore. So then uh, he's walking around. He finds some ice shavings and he takes them and feeds them to Setsuko. And then he asks her what she wants to eat. And she says that she doesn't want to eat anything. She just wants, she just doesn't want him to leave again. And then he says he's going to withdraw all the money that they have left in the bank. And, um, he says that he'll never leave again. So he Why goes, didn't he do that in the first place? Well, he probably wanted to save it because that's not really his money. It's his mom's money. Yeah, but he knows his or mom's his dad. dead. But that's his true, dad's dad. coming back. He doesn't want the money to be all gone. He doesn't know when his dad's going to come back either. That's true. You know? He's left in a lurch. So he goes to the, he goes to the uh, bank. He pulls out 3,000 yen, which is all that they have left. And then the guys behind him mention that a typhoon is coming. Oh, great. It, the weather's already been so awful, and it's just apparently going to get worse. And then one of the eyes guys says, yeah, after we surrendered. And Tieta's like, wait, what? We surrendered? And someone's like, yeah, we lost the war. And it was, yeah, like, uh, you know, we, we totally were, were done. And then this one guy says, yeah, uh, the Navy's all gone too. Like every ship's at the bottom of the sea. The whole fleet's gone. <laughs> says it to him, like, no big deal. And Sieta is hysterical. He realizes that his father's probably fucking dead. Yeah, That's sure why he hasn't written. Yeah. He is He is so beyond. And like... That's the thing. Like you realize, watch the movie. Like he, there's one part where he's like just on the ground, looking at the ground, and you just realize like everything's gone now. Like he, the only thing he has now is to make sure that his fucking sister doesn't die. Yeah, pretty much because his aunt's gone. Like that family's gone. Yeah, he has he has another aunt. Um, they mentioned at one point on his mom's side, mm. but she's in Tokyo, which sounds like and they don't even know where she is. Basically, oh, that might come into play later. Actually, mm, okay. Uh, so. Sieta returns back to his home, in quotes. Uh, Setsuko is just talking nonsense. She's like Mm. barely making any sense now. She's mistaking marbles for candy and eating them. Oh, God. And she's also eating rocks, uh, uh, calling them rice balls. Her arms are like skeleton arms. It is straight up horrifying. And he gives her like a slice of watermelon to eat. And he's like, here you go. This will be good for you. Like, I just got this watermelon. You can have the whole watermelon. And um, she thanks him, but she still is like motionless. And he's like, okay, I'm going to go. I'm going to make some food for you and I'll be right back. And so he leaves, but the camera just stays with her and she's completely motionless and we don't see her eat anything. And then we get a voiceover uh, from uh, Sieta and he says, she never woke up. Oh God. (laughs) Good Lord. So Uh, hard cut. You know what? The way they showed, sorry, the way they showed um, before they pronounced his mom dead. Yeah. They did have a shot like before he went outside and was like, Oh, we'll see him visit mom later. It was like, she's like, Oh, she fell asleep. And you look and I'm like, she's not really breathing. She's yeah. Not moving. She's same dead. thing. Ha- similar. Same thing similar. happened here. Okay. And then we get the really sad shots of him, like cuddling her body and they're just in the cave all alone. Oh, just the two of them. And like, he looks sickly too. Like I was just thinking like, you could just like give her more of your food, but I'm like, he can barely live on his own. You know, like it's just the fact that she's so delicate. She's like a firefly, you know, yeah, like yeah. you, she's just a fucking four year old little girl. Yeah. And so then hard cut daylight. Sieta is collecting charcoal for her cremation. Oh God. And the guy selling it to him is like the most upbeat, friendly guy ever. He's given Sieta tips of how to prepare the body He's like, oh, yeah, you know, it's going to be a great day today. He even says this great line, beautiful day in spite of it all. And I was just like, oh, God, it's, oh. A, it's like 
I, I, you know, I'm a pretty positive person. Yeah. I like to be upbeat, but there are times when you just gotta not. There's <laughs> times when you just gotta tone that shit ratchet right down. I feel like maybe someone who's selling charcoal for cremation <laughs> yeah. might want to tone it down a little bit. And just like, a little bit. He knows it's a child cremation. He's like, like he mentions that, like, yeah, there should be enough for a child. At some point, though, he's probably seen so much. He's just that's, like, whatever. That's exactly what I'm thinking this is showing. It's like, he, that's the thing. That's people, just normalized now. People think, like, if I just shut myself out to the horrors of the world, I will be able to live through this. Mm-hmm. But then what happens when the horrors of the world are gone, you're still shut out to all those things, you know? Mm-hmm. You're still uncaring. Like, you know, you're, you're still detached. And that's not a good look, you yeah, know? Yeah, that's true. And it's horrifying for the people that aren't or for the people that are in a worse situation than you. And it's really, really sad. And then I think we see the people from tokyo arriving back home. Oh, okay uh, it's these three girls and it's like a family of women and i think one guy and the girls say it hasn't changed a bit it, it's so good to be home because they were gone well all this happened how can you look around and be like this looks fine like because they weren't because they weren't but you here. still get there and you're like what the fuck everything's <laughs> gone I, their home was fine though Ugh. And their home overlooks the shelter that, oh, like, Shihetsu and Setsuko have been living in. And cool. So every time he goes there and, like, looks outside, be like, cool, that's where my sees. sister's dead. Yeah, died. exactly. Cool. Great. So they play, like, a, a phonograph of this, like, really sad music. And then we get uh, we get a look at the shelter. And answer eating the watermelon. The shelter's a mess. It's been abandoned for what looks like a very long time now. And we see the ghost of Setsuko. And she's playing... She's eating mud. She's running around. She's playing pretend. And this one sad part is she's she's looking in the water and she's <laughs> playing rock, paper, scissors with herself. Oh, no. And it's like so sad because even though she's not like hungry anymore and she's like a ghost, she's still like all alone. Yeah. And that's why earlier on there's those kids that are like, oh, shit, there's a ghost in here. It's clearly like Setsuko's ghost. Right. You know? Yeah. And it's just like, fucking hell, man. The movie still isn't over. I thought that was (laughs) going to be the end. But then we have to see, like, hard cut. I was like, okay, that's like a pretty ending, I guess. Like, okay, little girl's dead, but at least there's a ghost. Hard hard cut to see it to preparing her coffin. And, like, you see her body in the coffin. And, like, he. I thought he was going to cremate it. Well, right, but he's going to cremate her in the coffin. He puts her in the co- the wooden. It's like a it's like a thatched coffin, and he's going to burn it uh, all. Oh, okay, okay. So, got right. it. You got to get it. Put the body on something. Exactly. Okay. Got so it. puts her in this like thatched coffin with the little candy tin and her <sighs> clothes, and then he burns her, and he sits there watching as the night turns to day, and he watches and he looks at the fireflies above, and there's this voiceover, and he says, "Next morning, I put her ashes in the candy tin." And he never went back to that shelter again. And he sits on a bench and then she arrives and sits on the bench next to him and falls asleep on him. And they're surrounded and by fireflies. I'm not sure. Oh, it's just a okay. Yeah. I don't it, know. It's done this before. Okay. I don't know. Uh, and then he looks out. We get like a shot from behind them and they're sitting on the, the bench and they're looking out over this modern city. It's like giant buildings, mm-hmm. you know, and stuff. And, uh, the end of the movie huh yeah it is it is fucking intense yeah that sounds <laughs> we're not kidding when that they sounds said this movie rough as hell so he does he does live in the end but does he see I right now i know i, I think know. that's the thing, that's the thing. is he's like, dead really he's dead inside okay. like everyone he ever loved is dead yeah that's the know? day he dies probably when you know she died or, or maybe not well, maybe 19, he did 19, die 1945 is around i think 
think around the time that the Japanese surrendered. So it makes sense that'd be around that time. Yeah. Or maybe, maybe he, I, I think it's, but I think, see, I think that there's, the beauty of this movie is it tells you what's going to happen before it happens. Mm-hmm. And it, it's still sad. Yeah. It still doesn't matter. Like you see Setsuko's grave and you either have to ignore the fact yeah. of the fact that she's probably dead or you have to come to terms with the fact that she will die. Yeah. But the thing is, the reality of any situation is we're all going to die. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So it's like, you could say like, oh, maybe he's just dead on the inside. But is that even a good ending? Like, is that even yeah. better than him just being dead? Yeah, you know? that's true. He's going to live with all that stuff. So, like... Knowing that he failed to, you know, keep his sister alive. To, yeah, to l- just protect his his little sister. And it's yeah. like, I think that's what the movie's sort of dealing with is, like, the sort of sense of, like, the 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 fragility of life, the fragility mm-hmm. of, like, like, not just... Innocence. Innocence. Yeah. And I think it's sort of this thing of, like, the, the use of food and the use of information, I think, work really well here, too. Or maybe emotion. Like, mm-hmm. the idea of, like, all these kids needed was someone to be nice to them. All yeah. they needed was somebody to, like, to, 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 you know, be there for them. Yeah. And it's, like, no one was willing to give them food, but nobody was also willing to give them a sense of, like, warmth or, like, protection. Uh, yeah, the warmth. Because, like, people, like, he had an aunt and stuff like that. Here's, here's His my... aunt was awful. Yeah, but she still fed him. It's not like she let him starve. She had to eat shitty food, but it's like at least you had food. You yeah, know? that's true. So like, here's here's what my thought. Tell me. Here's what my thought. Tell is. me. They're kind of. I think this is a commentary also on kind of Japan's uh, state on World War Two. Mm. Um, I think that the main the brother. I think he is kind of a stand-in for like Japan's like stubbornness. Yeah. Kind of even as like a culture. Yeah. Of, like yeah. we're just gonna go to war. We're gonna suck it up. This is what we do. We defend our country. Mm-hmm. And it's like. There are so many times that they could have surrendered much earlier, you know, when Germany fell and like all that stuff happened, but they kept going for a long, lot longer than they should have and yeah. it cost. And because of their stubbornness, because of his stubbornness and the mm. fact that he wouldn't accept help, he wouldn't go to the hospital first, he wouldn't do these other things, it came back and he paid the ultimate price of like, you know, as, as you know, Japan was ended when the atomic bombs were dropped. Right, exactly. And it's like we could, they could have surrendered so much earlier. And, you know, I think that's my thought behind it. This I is, think course, that's a good point, too. Yeah. Uh, I know I, I read up a little bit about this movie. And it sounds mm-hmm. like the director was not setting out to make an anti-war movie, but literally everyone watching the movie was like, this is clearly anti-war. Well, yeah, yeah, I don't, <laughs> you can just depict civilian life during wartime of a place being bombed and it's automatically going to be... An <laughs> war anti- is bad. Hey, war is bad. Yeah. Maybe we shouldn't do that. It's like, yeah, anytime yeah. you show any slice of life there. It's also, I think it is just, I, the, the bigger thing of just like cruelty is bad. Like, oh yeah, totally. Yeah, cruelty, especially towards like the people who are helpless and hungry is but just I, like an awful thing. But, but I, I think you're right. I think, I think it, there yeah. are also playing like you know yeah maybe we shouldn't be so prideful and like try to suck it up maybe sometimes you have to take the losses and accept that like okay mom's dead we're gonna have to live with aunt now that's how it's gonna be yeah just because i can't have you know my rice or whatever even mm-hmm. though it's unfair it's like well that's what we have to it's not fair that you don't get your rice yeah but you know what you lost yeah. so you're gonna have to you know you're you're gonna have to eat the porridge now yeah 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 that's what i'm that's what my, that's what my takeaways from this. that makes me definitely like, like later his, on that too. makes me understand his character a little bit more is kind of less like because to me it's like oh it's illogical to do like i feel at some point you'd be like hey i just want food like it's at least better here than sleeping outside even yeah. if you're awful like at least we get food yeah i don't starve and my freaking sister will have maggots on her and like eating her and stuff like that yeah 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 um 
Yeah, so that's what I'm gonna say about that. I think I think you're right about that. I think that's definitely a fair comparison. I was thinking the same thing when I was watching it too, but I don't know nearly enough about. But it World makes you, but it makes you accept his character a little bit more. Yeah, like, yeah, as, yeah. As like, uh, like okay, well, he's especially more of a metaphor fact, in some ways. Especially the fact that it's clear he they come from like a wartime family. Exactly. Yeah, so like, he's very proud. He's, yeah, exactly. And everyone's telling him, you know, stubborn. hey, you got to go fight. You ready? I mean, that's just the culture, probably back then. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, just yeah. like, hey, you got to go fight the war. You're gonna get big and strong. You're gonna help. You gotta help because we're gonna win this one. Even though literally everyone's like, it's not going well. Like, yeah. <laughs> look at so just look at him like yeah. look at your fucking sister yeah like you need food you, you need warmth exactly you, know? you need to save this you know and i think person i think that sort of comes into play too when 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 he finds out about the death of his father and he finds out the war is over no one mentions why they surrendered they nope. said that there was unconditional surrender and and they're like disappointed that they lost and it's yeah. like do they know? Like, do they know why they surrendered? Do you know? Do, do they know any of that, or are they avoiding it? Are they are they doing what Sieta has been doing the whole movie and just pushing it away and not telling anybody those yeah. things because that's uncomfortable to have to deal mm-hmm. with and talk about? I don't know. I don't know either. But uh, I don't I, know. I honestly I, don't know a whole lot about uh, too much about the the Pacific Theater. So uh, yeah, let me, no, I apologize if I got something wrong. But. I loved this movie. Yeah, it was very good. It's one of the best movies I've seen for the podcast. Yeah, was, I fucking adored it. Yeah, did you cry? I was really close. You're really close. I was really. There was a couple moments there. I bet if you watched the whole thing, you would have cried. I definitely would have. Because it definitely like sets up the the good times. You yeah. didn't get to see much of the good times. No, I jumped Although, in. And it was immediately bad. To be honest, there was a there was at least glimpses of good times. It wasn't like the whole thing was good times. Yeah, the yeah. With the ant was fine. But I do think, yeah, I think I think the movie's gorgeous. I think it is also, yeah, it's just dealing with the sort of feeling of like this will eventually happen. Like you know. People will die. That is yeah. the reality of the situation. Yeah, yeah exactly. But uh, yeah. Oh, God, it was gorgeous, though. I'm so glad we watched this yeah. movie. Let's look up some stuff about it, because I want to see kind of like if maybe our theory was correct sure. or something else. All right. Sounds All right. good to me. Let's do it. And we're back. Woohoo! Boy, I'm glad we looked some stuff up. There's a lot of... There's some interesting stuff about this movie. Like what? Uh, like the fact that they made a live-action version of this movie. Two, apparently. And two? There's two live-action versions. One was a TV movie, and the other one was like a full-on movie. Okay, I think yeah. I looked at the TV movie one picture here, because it looks bad. There's a 2008 version and 20, 2005 version. Yeah, 2005, yeah. I think, is the TV, uh, one. TV one. Yeah. It looks like a TV. Yeah, it looks pretty... They all looked pretty bad, honestly. One, yeah, and I was like, the other one's just like, why would you... I, I don't know. Uh, so I looked up. You had mentioned that you f- you thought that um, the little girl Setsuko was uh, voiced by a a woman. Mm-hmm. She's voiced by a five year old girl. Wow. Yeah, they actually went to a children's acting company uh, to find her, and they had apparently decided to cast her after only listening to two sentences, which was her introducing herself and saying that she was five years old. Ah. So yeah. Good um, for her. Under that, Roger Ebert uh, considered this to be one of the best and most powerful war films, and in 2000, included it in his greatest movies ever list. Yeah, that's fair. I agree with that. Um, speaking on the war films, the director has denied countless times that this is not an anti-war movie. In his own words, it is not at all an anti-war anime and contains no such message. Instead, his intent was to convey an image of a brother and sister living a failed life due to isolation from society and invoke sympathy, particularly in people in their teens and 20s. Well, that makes sense because at the very beginning, like, you see him, like, all those kids in the 
yeah in like the, the subway in the subway or whatever yeah and someone like gives them food or whatever yeah and but but that was only because the americans will think this is that this is disgusting here's some food Help clean yourself up exactly exactly so it's like not even mercy it's just like we just want to make ourselves look good or whatever right exactly um there's also an interesting thing but this is weird because uh he uh the director also said that any wartime story, whether animated or not, tends to be moving or tear-jerking, and that young people develop an inferiority complex when mm-hmm. they perceive people in wartime eras as being more noble and more able than they are, mm-hmm. which is funny considering the chef, thief, whatever that movie was called. The, oh, the, the, the chef, thief. the thief, his wife and her lover. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, yeah. The actor. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. That's in it, and they were totally like the whole propaganda movie. Was I noticed like, that too. Yeah. Everyone's great, and they literally say at the end, and then they have this, and this movie basically says... More than they are, and therefore the audience believes the story has nothing to do with them. Mm-hmm. He argued that he wanted to dispel that mindset, um, and that when asked the film characters were having fun, he said they're clearly depicted them as having substantial days, and they were enjoying their days as opposed <laughs> to having fun. Yeah, exactly. Which is like, yeah, which just, it did. Yeah, like I totally. definitely got that feeling. Hundred percent. Where they're just like, well, we'll make the best of this situation and go through it. Um, um, I have another thing. Yeah. This film is based on a true story. The writer lost his little sister during the war to malnutrition and blamed himself for her death. Oof. So very much we're basically just watching yeah. an actual account. That sounds great. And yeah. it sounds like he was the one that like watched this movie because like the movie was in production while he was still alive and he watched it and was like, yes, this is exactly right. Like this Lord. apparently captured exactly what it was feeling like. So that's good. Oh, that's horrible and wonderful at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> it just goes to show the power of animation, man. It does. People it does. fucking talk down this medium like it's for children, man. But it isn't. It's a powerful medium. I know. You can never get adults to come in and watch this. We we said we picked this movie because we looked at each other and we're like, we're never going to honestly sit down and have the, like... We can't watch the whole movie. When we you were watch, worried. It's um, Yeah, we couldn't just sit down and watch it ourselves on our own or yeah. whatever. Because here's the other thing is it's like, when you watch an anime movie, at least in my mindset, mm-hmm. I'm ready to have... Fun, maybe a little emotion at the end, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. but like have a good time. Right, right, right. Um, you want a Pixar movie? I want a Pixar movie. You know, yeah. I want to have fun. That's just how I. That's how we've been raised. Yeah. You know, at Disney movies, you gotta have some songs. Yeah. And fun, and it's I like just can't wait <laughs> to eat food. No. no. <laughs> uh, but anyway, you go to so then you see a movie like this, which is like this and Watership Down. Yeah. Both just like movies that just subvert the genre, and it's oh, like yeah. the thing is, is like that's made for someone like you and me who's like interested in seeing the medium get pushed, but the average audience doesn't give a fuck, doesn't care. They're no. like, that's some weird movie. It looks depressing. I don't want to see a sad movie when it's like, you go see sad movies about like people with real acting all the time. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, another thing that says, um, uh, Oh shoot. I missed it. No, no, no. I had this part. I highlighted the wrong part. You got this, bud. Okay. Here we go. Um, they want to use traditional animation, non-traditional animation methods. So the schedule was really tight, so they didn't do that. But here's a weird thing that I don't understand. Maybe someone can explain this to me. Okay. He further, this is the director. He further remarked that he had difficulty animating the scenery, the scenery, mm-hmm. since in Japanese animation, one is not allowed to depict Japan in a realistic manner. That's interesting. What? <laughs> what does that mean so and then it says it goes on to say animators often travel to foreign countries to do research on how to depict them mm. but such research has not been done before in a jap for a japanese setting mm. so these animators yeah left japan to study how japan looks not in japan to animate how japan looks i think you're reading that wrong what do you mean so 
what they're showing, what they're saying is usually when animation is done, animators will go to other countries to learn about them, yes. but they didn't have enough information. They, they had no like frame oh, of reference okay. to their so own Okay, so this is country. the first time. Yeah. Okay, now the first time more they sense. Record, okay, yeah, they, I was reading that wrong. So this is the first time they actually studied Japan because traditionally they never really They would never yeah, do that. Interesting. Yeah, interesting. I actually, that actually brings up a very interesting thing on my half too. Um, so apparently when they were doing the background drawings, you mentioned how gorgeous they were. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently they made a con- uh, an effort to not use any black. Yes, they uh, browns. They'd only use browns in order to make things uh, appear softer and more realistic. And also I think uh, appear deader. Uh, yeah. Using brown would make the even the green grass and stuff appear a little bit more dead and you know dying. yeah as opposed to being as like sharp and crisp right. as like black lines would do exactly which is very that's an interesting move yeah uh, you got anything else because I got one final thing go ahead here buddy that I'm gonna end on do uh, it Sakuma drops known as the fruit drops in the movie are the fruit flavored hard candy eaten by the protagonist in the movie yummy they are made by Sakuma Candy Co and are sold in eight by three point five inch tins with a tin pole cap. Although not as popular in the past, the Kuma drops are still, as in the past, they're still sold in Japan. And you can get some tins as a popular collector's item. I bet I would. I'd love yeah, one of those. One and of then, those. And then when I put matches in one. Yeah, put your ashes in one. Very around the, the uh, fireflies. There you go. Yeah. Uh, well, it, I, I enjoyed this movie a lot. I enjoyed this movie too. And yeah. I like talking about it. You know, Me I, too. It, was, it, was, uh, it wasn't as rough as I thought it would be. No. I mean, it's a, a rough to hear, but like as it far was pretty as rough like, to talking watch. about it, yeah. But uh, yeah, no, I think I think there's a lot there's a lot of thought that can be put into this movie and a lot of stuff you can take away from it's it. It's a very meaty movie. Yes. There's a lot of, like, despite being a very simple plot that we summed up pretty quickly, if I do say so myself. I'm glad about that. Um, it lets you dig into a lot of just how the animation depicts a lot of the stuff. Yes. And, like how the characters react to certain things. Um, for example, hey, now, now I'll explain it. Remember that scene I was telling about earlier? How he grabbed that bar and did a bunch of flips around it when his uh, the person Sister. who needed the most was yeah. crying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. he ignored it and got really strong and flexed his muscles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. good point. Instead of protecting yourself, the country's like, let's go to war. Good point. <laughs> that's good my point. that's my thought about it. <laughs> Do you guys have any thoughts on this? Please email us at email theotherhalfpodcast.com. We've got some pretty great uh, stuff in the past from our listeners about like their thoughts on movies and stuff. So we'd love to hear your guys's as well. Um, and if you want to get a hold of us on uh, social media, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. And if you like this episode and want to listen to previous ones, I think one of the episodes that's similar to this one is like our Seventh Samurai one because like that was another episode where we like just had a very serious conversation about a really good movie. Yeah. Um, you can find that on uh, iTunes, Google Play music stitcher and spotify now hey. we're on spotify wow get your spotify over here <laughs> it's pretty great i was actually listening to our, us on spotify for a little bit of like oh this is a great way of like and uh, listen to us yeah spotify is uh they're really stepping up in the podcast game it's so pretty I nice. we should probably go into that and yeah it's nice it's got a big platform and yeah they're, they're doing but some the one stuff. thing is you can't leave a comment on spotify but you can leave a comment on the other places can you leave you can't leave reviews hey, you can't leave reviews can you i don't think you can mm-hmm. maybe you can and i wasn't aware of it but if you can please leave a five-star rating and review we will read it on the show no matter what it says even if it's a really sad story about how your sibling died and yep. you were the cause of it yep. <laughs> well we will read that and we'll be like why and, you need to go see a therapist if uh, you're sending us this instead. via review of podcasts oh, yeah. imagine other people checking out the reviews of our podcast oh someone is just dumping a lot of their personal trauma it's <laughs> a very personal podcast yeah. here i thought this was about movies <laughs> Not about how I neglected my daughter and slash sister. Sister or, or whatever. Someone in my life. Some Yeah, some family member of mine yeah. that I neglected until they died. Yeah. 
Man, how sad would that be? I'm just like, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> how sad would it be if you you had to charge a family and they died? Like that would be awful. Yes, it would be. Like awful. you know, people will fucking leave their babies in their car. I honestly don't think there's anything literally worse than that. There's like, no way. Like, because that's not even that's just forgetfulness. Because it's it's like a lot of times you can come out to someone and be you know it's not your fault they did their own thing. It's yeah. like no, that shit's your fault. Hundred yeah. <laughs> percent, you're to blame. Yeah, that sucks. That is, it is that, awful. It's the worst feeling. There's it's nothing the worst because it's like that's just a defenseless baby in a car cooking like yeah. there's nothing you can do about that those, those people who play too much video games or whatever ignore their child that's awful though that's straight up awful i feel like leaving yeah, your yeah, baby 100%. in the car is different like what? if you forget what? if you forget leaving oh them in the okay car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there are people who are like oh they're they got to go to the store real quick and they forget their babies in the car for some yeah, reason yeah, yeah. that's different i think yeah. like being aware that your baby's in the apartment with you and then like going to just a, ignoring it yeah, but just i'm pulling my wow raid hold yeah. on <laughs> cost me my dkp child oh god that just seems horrible but yeah if you want to tell us about it go ahead and leave a review (laughs) (laughs) good night everybody